0: Here's what's coming up on this week's show.
1: Well, you know, when you come to the
0: States and you come to Vegas, you can come hang with me. Oh, uh, well, that's an invitation right there. <laughs> okay, well, I'll see you in the morning then with my suitcases. Okay. <laughs> I'll be knocking on your door. Why okay, wow, you said I could good. come over. <laughs> the beat. Welcome to The Big Little Business Show, the podcast that helps small business think big. Hey, hey, how you doing? Welcome to The Big Little Business Show. It's Paul Mumford over here and... No Claire Horsley over there today. More on that later, but I'm with another woman instead. Now, if this is your first time, hi, we're a podcast all about helping small businesses grow with leading experts in everything that you need to know to make a small business grow. Now, if this is your first time or whether you've been here before, make sure you hit follow on your podcast platform of choice. Check out our 97 back episodes and leave us a review too because that's always great we love those. Claire's kind of sorted off to the Dominican Republic and left me in charge so I've got another woman in and we're gonna try and settle a few minds here because well I've noticed on Instagram even kim kardashian not that i follow kim kardashian let me just put that out there she's been quite vocal about like the big changes on instagram and facebook is kind of heading for a huge shake-up too so this could potentially be the biggest shift for both platforms for quite a while i can understand why people are getting a bit twitchy so i've invited jennifer randall back hey jennifer hello jennifer's back as the other woman <laughs> uh, to help us sort of count to 10 and breathe as we work our way through all these big changes going on with Insta and Facebook and explain what we need to do to adapt to the change and take advantage of like this ever-changing metaverse we live in. Because, Jennifer, it like I looked it up because I couldn't remember and I thought it was longer ago than it actually is, but Meta has only been around since June.
1: Yes, they've only really switched over using Meta um in the last couple months i mean they 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 said it was coming right but we should all have like a meditation group about you know all the new changes (laughs) doesn't
0: it seem like there's been like so much has changed since they changed their badge it seems like they've really kind of thrown everything up in the air and really shaken things up really rapidly in the last couple of months yeah
1: they have really um they and i mean they gave us a warning they said there are going to be a lot of changes happening and um, and they've been rolling them out slowly to, to like specific people and, you know, creators and that kind of thing to see which ones they kind of like. Um, But they are throwing a ton of new changes um at everyone
0: right now they really are um but nobody takes notice of people saying oh yeah there's big changes coming i mean how long have we been banging on about (laughs) global warming and no one's paying any attention to that so but now they're here people are saying my word you didn't warn us about this so let's start off with facebook because was it last week that they said they're going to change the news feed in a very dramatic way
1: yeah you're talking about new pages experience yes so if you you own a small business, you will just open up your Facebook one day and go to your business page and it, it's going to look completely different than it does right now. Don't freak out, first of all. All your stuff is still there. <laughs> it's just in a different place. <laughs>
0: well, I kind of like this because this has started happening on my feed now. I don't know whether it's rolled out to you yet, but some of the businesses that I look after are gradually they are migrating over to this new way of doing things on Facebook. And it, it used to be with Facebook that your personal feed and your business feed were kind of quite separate almost. But now, even though they are separate, you could interact on a business feed in the same way that you can with your personal one, so you have got a newsfeed in there. It's almost like having in the in the way you do with Instagram. It's almost like having separate accounts, isn't it? Yeah,
1: and it's um, if you are a business and you follow other businesses, or you you as a business follow specific people, or you follow specific groups, you can now um, go to your business newsfeed and you will see all of those posts show up. Um, so. I think it was probably I don't know eighteen months ago that you when you joined a group, you had the option, right, of joining as your yeah. business or as your personal. So like if you look back, if we look back at all these changes, they they knew they were coming. Oh yeah. Right? They were setting us up. Yeah, they were setting us up so that when this new page's experience happened you know, you already could flip through and then you had your newsfeed of all these businesses that you follow. And um, so, yeah, I think some people are really going to like it. And I think some people are really going to hate it because they they don't make it very, very easy for you to to toggle back and forth if you don't know where to find the little
0: button. There are going to be that percentage of people, Jennifer, who just don't like change and whatever you change on Facebook, they're going to be moaning about well, we preferred it the way it was before, um, but then there's going to be those people who go, "Oh, this is exciting!" Mm-hmm. And actually, I think the business page change is a really good one. I think that just makes it it makes sense yeah. that they do it that way. Um, but also, the other thing that um, Facebook is going to be doing is changing what you see in your own personal newsfeed. It's more about recommendations. I've heard some people call it the big TikTokification. <laughs> oh <laughs> my I god, I
1: love that. That is awesome. Um, you know what i I think uh Instagram has been doing this for a while. If you scroll through and you see suggested posts, it's basically they're they're doing the same thing um on Facebook, and i honestly i don't I'm with you. I don't hate it.
0: no, I think actually from a creator's point of view and like you and I work in a world where we handle other people's accounts and uh, create content for people's accounts. This is actually quite a good thing because it's going to help you get discovered Mm -hmm. more surely.
1: Yeah, it definitely is. It's, um, you know, instead of, I think it's their way of helping people get more organic traction, I guess for lack of a better word. Right. Mm. Because, um, I, I think that there has been so much in the last couple of years that like organic is dead and blah, blah, blah. This is such a great way for the algorithm to push your content that's performing well. That is a, it is valuable content. I mean, it it has to be valuable content, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, um, But it's really a great way for you to get discovered by somebody You know who may not even know who you are.
0: Yeah, we can definitely talk about changes in tactics as far as creating content is concerned. But something I've this is something that's been kind of floating in my head for a little while. When we talk about Facebook and Instagram, we all we're more increasingly talking about it as a whole now. Do you think there's going to come a time where Facebook and Instagram are going to become one thing?
1: I don't know. I don't think so, Um, because there's there would be that. it's so generational. Where I'm an old person, I feel like I'm old. So where would I go? Yeah, right. I definitely don't want to spend time on Snapchat or TikTok. And so, <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. I'm with you on that. I'm old too.
1: <laughs> and so I'm like, I don't know. So I think Instagram right now is really great for those those teens, the preteens kind of thing, because parents feel it's a
0: little more safe. Okay, I would say Instagram was a bit older.
1: Well. So TikTok, I think is probably a little, if I'm being honest, I think it's a little, um, it's that 16 to like early 20s kind of thing. Like, yeah. And then- Jennifer, um, it's not for
0: us. Don't no, hold back. it's
1: not for us. <laughs> it's definitely not for us. Um, but if you're a parent and you are starting your kid out with something, you most parents now, from what I, I just- chatting with them about like you know candid conversations yeah are going to give their their kids access to an instagram account because they feel it's a little bit safer um agreed than tiktok and so so you you're going to get that age group that younger age group and then you're also going to get the like the i call them the middle 20s on instagram and then you know the us old people are going
0: to be still on facebook yeah although i think it's changing i mean i don't know what the actual statistics are but i kind of feel because instagram has been around for like 10 11 years now maybe a bit more the the older people like you and i jennifer are starting to you know spend a bit more time on instagram i know personally for me mm-hmm. instagram i think personally would be my favorite platform yeah
1: because it's it's ha- Usually it's happier content.
0: That's a very good point. Yes, it is happier content. People moan a lot on Facebook, don't they? Uh-huh, yeah. In that case, maybe it's a good idea to reestablish the fundamental differences between Facebook and Instagram in you know like today's world because things have changed a little bit because to some people it might seem a little bit homogenous but does it make sense to be on one and not the other or if you're on one might you just as well be on the other
1: i think honestly i've had this, I, I was just talking about this the other day i think it really depends who your audience is who's your who's your customer base um and then you, you really do need to tailor your content on each platform.
0: Do you know what? I've got a bugbear about this. I agree with you, Jennifer, because it seems so easy and not just Instagram versus Facebook, but even you know TikTok versus other platforms. They make it really easy for you to share what you've made on other platforms. Mm-hmm. And people do that. You see this a lot on Instagram with videos with the TikTok um, watermark on them. Rightly so. Instagram isn't going to like that. I wouldn't like it if someone else started posting photos of other businesses on my feed so why would Instagram like that with a competitor so because it's so easy to do it seems that people will think oh okay we'll just do that but not necessarily the right thing to do is it
1: no it's really not because you each platform that you each platform should have its own goal right so you know really if you're you're always in the customer acquisition kind of phase then that's what you're your feeds should be about. If you're, you know, you're, you're teaching something or you're, you're a coach or you're whatever um, you should also have a platform for current people. So it, it, your, your content really should be tailored to, you know, who, what's the goal for my platform and who am I speaking to?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Front. First and foremost, think about who's going to be watching it and who's going to be looking at it. And um, so, all right, let's talk about video. And I think this is something that if people aren't paying attention to this now, uh, frankly, they need a slap because you know, the video is kind of the mainstay and it's going only going to get bigger. And one of the things that they're talking about changing on Instagram, I don't know whether you've seen this yet. I get a feeling it's only been rolled out to a few people at the moment is uh, their change to going for a full frame news feed rather than a five by four. Uh, frame news feed. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah.
1: So they um are moving to all video. I mean, not they. They've said that for obviously uh, like over a year. But
0: oh, but Adam Masseri went back on that, didn't yeah. he? Did you see his last video? Yeah, I did. He kind, of, he kind of backtracked a little bit because Kim Kardashian <laughs> was going, "Oh, don't do that." He took a back foot. <laughs> and, okay, oh, Kim Kardashian's on my case. I better not uh, say yeah. that. No, he did say that. Yeah, they are still a photo sh- sharing app to a degree, but pushing more towards video. He was a bit vague to be. I don't know that you think he really knew what he was saying. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> no, I
1: don't think he was either. I watched it and I was like, oh boy, someone put him up to that. Okay. Um, yeah. No, you know, I think I have seen that. And I think the reason that they're doing it is because, I mean, obviously you, you can track everything, right? Like they track, you know, if you hover over something for seconds and then they can re- show it to you. And when you have um, that, that long form video, it takes up a whole screen on your phone. And um, it's—I don't know if it's easier to track or whatever—but it's an image video platform, and so it makes it makes sense for it to to take up a whole like length of your phone.
0: I totally agree. Um, and if you're not familiar with what we're talking about here, essentially, if you go and have a look at what's on TikTok, the video will take up the whole amount of real estate on your phone, the whole screen on your phone, and then Instagram at the moment, is slightly different, whereas you get you know, that little bit at the top for stories, you get a little bit of your know, logo and room for the, the captions and all that kind of stuff, and that's changing. So Instagram will be full frame. Uh, so that means... Quite a bit, as far as changing content is concerned because you 've got to take that full frame into account uh, and you 've got to think about what works within a full frame versus what works in a square or a five by four. I noticed there are still people posting on Instagram in sixteen by nine, which is landscape, and that takes up a really teeny tiny amount of space on your phone, so that might not get the best tra- traction now, and even it 's going to be even worse when Instagram switches fully over to full frame so would you what would you suggest as like changes that people need to start making, or changes people need to start thinking about making with their content to take this new look into consideration?
1: You know, I think honestly, I mean, I'm huge on um branding, so if all your branding is one size right now, it, I would start switching it over um to the other side sizes, and I wouldn't be surprised if they um allow you to do carousel posts in that that those dimensions soon
0: yeah i think so too i still think there's a place for carousels Uh on some of my accounts they do really well maybe not so much on others carousels have all been have been pretty powerful for quite a while haven't they yeah they really have and then of course obviously there's the whole thing about video as in you know people need to start making more videos and even though they've increased the length on instagram to 90 seconds this is really annoying i don't know whether you've noticed this but instagram full length 90 seconds facebook full length 60 seconds What's what's with that? If you're going to standardize stuff, you know, let's have it all 90 seconds or all 60 seconds. That's be bonkers, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know if they're going to if they're going to do that or not. Um, but it it is very it is very annoying, annoying because I do think like I I can't remember if it was a couple weeks ago and they were, you know, I'm sure you noticed they were talking about how they're they're trying to go away from short content now and now they want long content and, and original content, not Yeah trends and so um, I mean it's it's always changing and so that's that's the beauty of I guess what we do because I'm never bored
0: <laughs> no, um, no certainly if you live in <laughs> live in the social media world and in marketing you've got no time to get bored no, exactly yeah
1: so I mean I don't know I think um, I, I I don't think they're gonna standardize it I think this is a test like everything they're going to see how many people are going to take advantage it's of
0: test. <laughs> 90
1: seconds um, and how many people are going to watch it how many people are going to sit and watch a minute and a half
0: see now I've been playing around with this and I've been thinking about this how uh, Instagram works and the fact that people are still quite used to watching relatively short videos mm-hmm. and perhaps less have less of a concentration, less of a, an attention span for something a bit longer. So I wonder if a tactic might be to do a little bit of both.
1: I would obviously test. Yeah, I'm a big fan of testing things and seeing how they work. And with local businesses, I mean, we have to test because what works for one is definitely not going to work for another.
0: Exactly right.
1: But I have been finding reels obviously are performing amazing. Um but think of like the content, these videos on TikTok or on Instagram and um Facebook as like mini commercials.
0: Really good. Yeah, really good tip. So something I do a lot for a couple of my accounts I look after is I regard, like you say, regard the real as an advert for something else. And that something else might be a longer video that you have on YouTube or maybe embedded into your website with a blog, uh, or a, like a series of content um more longer form content on your website so even though the short video the reel might stand on its own and give the viewer some value with a little bit of uh, expertise or whatever it might be a bit of entertainment then there's always somewhere else they can go afterwards
1: yeah exactly and until we can target groups on facebook putting a reel into a group is a great way um for people to kind of get to know you.
0: Oh, there's also something else. I don't know whether you're aware of this and you can maybe fill in some blanks on this one because I don't know too much about this. It's this like this, is it called a bulletin feature or subscribed content they're talking about reaching out with on Instagram now?
1: Yeah, so you can um, subscribe to somebody's account um, on um, Instagram. And this
0: is different to following. Let's just point that out. Yeah, this is like... The next level of following maybe
1: yeah, basically they're it's they are trying to help creators keep their people on the platform, obviously, right And so um it's instead of having um, a separate account like it, if you have a membership or something along those lines where you send people off and you you know you c- connect on other platforms, people can subscribe to your account and you can pull them into your subscriber feed and you can have conversations and, and, um, you know, you can do all of the stuff that you would do for members, um, inside of the platform. Sometimes though, the, if you subscribe, sometimes you have to pay for those subscriptions.
0: Yes, as well. Yeah, yeah. So some of that mm-hmm. subscribe content is is paid for too. So maybe if you've yeah. got, maybe if you've got a shop that you're running on Instagram, uh, or some sort of um, training that you're running on Instagram, then your mm-hmm. members could subscribe to you on Instagram and and pay for that extra value maybe. Yep. Exactly. What do you think about the whole scheduling thing? Because obviously, at the moment, you can't schedule reels. You can't schedule stories. Um, and because perhaps they're maybe the most important two things on Instagram at the moment, and maybe Facebook too, arguably. Um, that's a bit annoying, isn't
1: it? Uh, it is. You You can schedule stories if you schedule them through... Meta
0: Business Suite. Oh, yes, yeah, you know, I'm a bit scared of Meta Business Suite. I know we discussed this in a previous episode. <laughs> um, but there are some things on the old version, which is Creator Studio, which you can't do on Meta. So I kind of haven't migrated over yet, unless that's changed, of course.
1: Uh, no, it hasn't changed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think, you know what? Yeah. Um, you can still use Creator Studio. I think Creator Studio they did go. You used to be able to schedule stories on um creator studio but that i think has moved over to meta business suite if i'm correct but yeah you can schedule um posts and stories but it's the only place um i think there may have been a saw announcement there there was another third-party app that was allowing um scheduling of stories but now i wish i could remember who, who it was but it, they're very few and far between it's very hard to get
0: and obviously you can't schedule reels at the moment which is really annoying isn't it really annoying. So no, I yeah, you can't.
1: It's really annoying. I mean,
0: that, there must come a time where if if both platforms are pushing Reels hard, then there must come a time when they're going to make it easier for you to put Reels on their platforms by scheduling them, surely.
1: I, I think so. I think it's probably in yeah. the works.
0: I should imagine there's lots of things in the works <laughs> which we don't know about. Um, so I know you're all about paid advertising and yeah, that's kind of really something that you really know an awful lot about, certainly a lot more than me. What's the deal with reels for that i mean can you monetize reels
1: yeah you definitely can monetize reels i love using reels right now as engagement ads or awareness ads because people will either watch the whole thing (laughs) um, or they're going to watch a little bit of it but you can keep getting you can get back in front of people with reels because they're pushing reels so they're they're going to put real reels ads in front of you as much as they possibly can.
0: Was that tricky to say?
1: It was very tricky to say, yeah. It's like one of those tongue twisters. <laughs> that you're like, hold on, I have to actually slow down
0: <laughs> to say that one. The, the way it's going in the future, and yeah, look, just suck it up and get used to it. Your yeah, reels are going to be massive. They already are massive. They're going to get massiver, if that's a word, which <laughs> is now, and you really need to be embracing that if you want to grow on social media because the other ways of engaging with people are, you know, just going to sort of sink into the background a little bit. Carousels, yes, maybe. If you know how to do carousels, then that's great. I don't know. You use Canva, don't you, Jennifer? Yeah,
1: I use Canva quite a bit.
0: How easy is it to put a really good carousel um, post together on Canva? Is it relatively easy?
1: Yeah, it's pretty easy, actually. Canva has some really great carousel templates, if you don't want to, like, start from scratch, where um, you can just plop in your content uh, and, you know, and... And branding
0: yeah so if you haven't already done that yet on instagram maybe that's something to look at they don't work quite so well on facebook so you can't migrate them over They are sort of really instagram only uh then obviously video is is the way forward and of course we haven't spoken really in any great length about stories either because that's really valuable too isn't
1: it yeah stories are really valuable and there is um there's a method to stories if yeah if you if you want to really like dive in um and use them it's and typically, it's like three to three to five slides, right? And so, the first slide or the first story would be, you know, I, identify the problem of, you know, what your customer has. What's what's the problem? The second one would be, um, give an example, like find a connection, right? Of you know how you've had this problem in the past. The third slide would be something probably along the lines of give them the solution and then um, like the fourth or fifth slide, you can do a couple at the end would be show them what the next step is.
0: Yeah. So a bit like a, it's almost like posting a carousel in different parts, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Problem. Here's how we can help. Here's the call to action. And that's your story over three or five slides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I find with stories, the more stories you have, rolling out at the same time uh the less interaction subsequently they all get so you, know, you might get big uh, amount of interaction on your first slide or your first story and then oh, and i know friends have like post like four, 30 or 40 different stories in a day and you mm-hmm. get to the end and like you're you're, you're going to slip into a coma <laughs> or something
1: yeah well have you seen or have you any of your um, clients or have you seen the collapsible stories yet
0: oh Tell me about that. This is it. I'm rubbing my hands together with excitement of a collapsible story.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it, uh, I don't know. It, it, again, it may have just been a test. But if somebody posts a lot of stories, Instagram will choose which ones they're going to show oh. unless you click show all. Yeah,
0: I've heard that this was going to be a thing, but um, I think it might have been in a video that Adam Maseri put out. By the way, for those of you who don't know, uh, Adam Masseri, I don't know what his position is. He's not the CEO of Instagram, is he? Or is he that high up?
1: I think he is. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, let's let's call him that. He is now. He's the yeah. CEO. We yeah. just made him the CEO <laughs> of Instagram. Uh, but he's, he's a lovely chap, and he posts lots of stuff on his own feed on Instagram, uh, just being very transparent about what's happening, about what the changes are. He, he, you know, he just comes across as a really great, personable guy, and if you're not following him on Instagram, you really should, because that's the place to really get the idea of what's going on what's changing because you know it just comes from the horse's mouth
1: exactly um and i have seen it i've seen it twice the whole collapsible story thing and it's actually pretty interesting i don't know again how long it'll be around for but
0: so we're now recording this at the end of july if you're listening to this in 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 september you know all this stuff we're talking about now might have already gone and changed and been replaced with something else (laughs) i don't know we might all be on tiktok by then who knows
1: (laughs) I hope not. So do I.
0: (laughs) I don't think I've got the body for TikTok. I I don't either. (laughs) All right, so let's do a bit of a recap. This has been really interesting, actually, because actually... I can understand why people get really messed up with this because so much has changed over a very short space of time. It almost feels like we're talking about changes going on on these two platforms on a weekly basis. Just expect change. Yeah, whether you like it or not, it's going to happen. You've got to adapt with it. But then if you run a business, you're doing that all the time anyway. So I don't know why people are moaning.
1: I don't know either.
0: So, all right, so let, let's, let's recap with a few yeah. headlines. So big changes on Facebook and how should we be dealing with them? like the top two maybe with
1: with lots and lots of patience but the top two is definitely going to be the the uh, new pages experience
0: definitely i know you mentioned earlier on sorry just to jump around a little bit but i know you mentioned earlier on about sharing reels and stuff to um groups and i know facebook are really keen to reinvigorate groups a little bit so Maybe that's a is that a good tactic when you're running uh, a business page, especially if you're uh, tied to a location is to start snooping around and seeing what groups are active and what groups you should be a part of as your business page.
1: Yeah, 100 percent. So what they're they're doing is they're pushing anyone who posts a reel inside of a group. um, They're pushing that reel up to the top of the feed. (gasps) Yeah. So again, like I said, it's 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 a great place to throw like a little mini commercial. So if you, you know, are in a bunch of local groups that maybe, you know, you have been beneficial, you can throw value posts in and then drive traffic to your business. Um throwing reels in those groups right now is is going to give you like amazing amazing traction.
0: That's a really good tip. And then with Instagram, obviously the big changes are full, possibly, I mean, it hasn't rolled out to everyone yet. I certainly haven't got it, but full frame uh, content. So your content has got to change to fit the whole screen. Um, If you're not making video, then literally come around and see me and I'll slap you around the face. (laughs) And what else do we say? Oh, and stories, obviously really important. Make sure you're making use of of that. Anything else we haven't covered that's changing? Or I mean, if we stay online long enough, there'll be something else probably. (laughs) I was going to say,
1: yeah, (laughs) you give it another half hour. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Did you talk about, um, I think you've maybe talked about how all video on, um, Instagram is now going to be reels.
0: Oh no, we didn't discuss that as a subtle change, but I think actually what Instagram are doing is when, if you try to post a video on Instagram another way, it'll automatically convert that to a reel. Am I right in thinking that? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. uh, Yeah, exactly. So if, if you're one of those people who, you know, is an Instagrammer and, you love the actual video button, it's it'll be gone one day. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, you know, this has been going on for a little while now. I mean, back in the Dark Ages, yeah. you know, perhaps when Jennifer Ryan were teenagers, <laughs> you could post actual videos to Instagram and it would come up in your feed. But since reels have exploded, it's gradually migrated over to the point now where you know you're either posting a reel or you know, yep. it's it's as simple as that. Exactly. So make sure that you I mean, with, with reels, can we just say, don't post uh landscape uh <laughs> don't post 16 by 9 i mean that's like looking through a tele looking through a letterbox really isn't it yes well thank you very much jennifer um i was gonna say i better get you you better get back to unpacking boxes but not only are you not in your new house and you've already unpacked all your boxes but you're you're you're, you're, you're not even at home you're like on holiday I... no, you're not on holiday you're working aren't you uh, we can't I... call it that i am
1: working yeah well you know when you come to the states and you come to vegas you can come
0: with me. Uh, well, that's an invitation right there. Okay, well, I'll see you in the morning then with my suitcases. Okay. <laughs> I'll be knocking on your door. Okay. Wow, you said Sounds I could good. come over. Anytime. If people want to uh, come and find you and get more help on all this stuff because obviously you know, you're uh, a mine of information when it comes to certainly monetizing uh, content on Facebook and Instagram and just navigating the whole world really. Where can people find you? Uh,
1: Facebook and Instagram at Facebook the Jennifer Randall.
0: Yeah, don't just search for Jennifer Randall because I did that on Google the other day and uh, and I got an <laughs> obituary. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't mine. I've got an obituary too. you know that? If you search for Paul Mumford, there was a racing driver. Really? Um, that died in a yeah, that died in a crash. Oh. That, obviously, he had a bit of a fan base. This guy. You know how you you get bored now? Oh, I'll type in my own name and see what comes up. <laughs> and the first thing that came up when I googled myself is an obituary. I'm like, oh my god, I've died. Oh, it's not me. Uh, okay. So thank you very much, Jennifer. And uh, yeah, go and speak to Jennifer and follow her and. Um, grill her for some advice and she posts out really really useful content as well so you can uh, get to- loads of advice from her that way and if you're listening to this podcast right now and thinking oh I'd like to hear some other stuff then there are some previous episodes including Jennifer and Claire who's my real radio wife and <laughs> she'll be back next time for another episode and uh, that's it thanks for listening and at this point I normally say to Claire for her to say goodbye but I can't do that so say goodbye Jennifer goodbye the beach You've been listening to The Big Little Business Show with Paul Mumford and Claire Horsley. You can subscribe to get the latest episodes via iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn and everywhere you find your favourite podcasts. Come and find us at biglittlebusinessshow.co.uk and we're on Facebook too. Just search for Big Little Business Show.